You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is Locked On Lions on this a Wednesday, January the 12th, and a Thursday, January the 13th. Thanks for listening and joining us today and making us your first listen each and every day along the Locked On Podcast Network. As we talk about the Lions, offseason is here, and we'll talk to our guest today, Danny Rogers. You saw her at DetroitLions.com and on Valley Sports Detroit for the weekly coaches show with Dan Campbell, as well as on the sidelines during the preseason. Danny did a great job in her first year is covering the team as the Lions team reporter for DetroitLions.com. And she'll join us coming up momentarily, give us her thoughts on the year, what the year was like for her, and certainly look ahead to what's uh, in front of the Detroit Lions. You can follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Before we get to Danny, i, I got to bring this up. Uh, uh, you know, we, we talked about Brad Holmes yesterday and some of the things he had to say. Dan Campbell from the day before. And if you missed anything, uh, check out the podcast from the last two days. Uh, and you can even go to LockedOnLions.com if that's easier for you. But one thing that Brad Holmes said yesterday when he was asked about needs and, and what they're looking to do, and he talked about the perimeter a lot. And he kept saying wide receiver. He didn't he keep saying it, but he talked about wide receiver spot. They're probably going to add there. Cornerback, they're probably going to add there. But that up front, I think they feel pretty good about where they are on the offensive and defensive lines. And I was thinking about this today for two things. Number one, Giants owner John Mara spoke today after firing Joe Judge. The GM Dave Gettleman got pushed out into retirement. Judge got canned today, which he should have. And one thing John Mara talked about was he he said, I kept thinking we hit rock bottom each week. It got worse. We've got to start over. And he even mentioned that that, that the offensive line is a mess. So the Giants are so bad that even the owner is admitting, we've got to get better up front. You know, they signed like Nate Solder and gave him a ton of money from the Patriots. He's bad. And they've drafted offensive linemen that have not worked out. And the quarterbacks there, whether it's Daniel Jones or any of the scrubs, Mike Glennon, that they have behind them, they ran for their life all year. And then I'm, I'm, I'm hearing Colin Cowherd today. I was flipping around, and he was talking about, you know, Raiders and Bengals are so strong um, you know, in the trenches and the, the the matchup between the Raiders O-line and the Bengals D-line and that Cincinnati, maybe their one weak spot is the offensive line. New England and Buffalo, good up front. Tampa Bay with their strong offensive line. Philly, they're not a great team, but they've got Lane Johnson. And they've got some other guys across, Jason Kelsey and other guys across that offensive line. Dallas, you know, they've been good for years. Why? Their O-line with guys like Zach Martin. San Francisco, they move bodies in the run game up front. Kansas City, the Rams, Matthew Stafford got through the whole season. We just got Andrew Whitworth and other pro bowlers up front on that offensive line. So I was thinking today, and we'll talk to Danny in a second, but the Lions are in good shape up front, especially along that offensive line. That's where you win. When was the last time we talked about, and we'll see when PFF does this after the season, the Lions probably have a top 10 offensive line in the NFL. Think about that. Frank Ragnow is a Pro Bowl center who didn't even play this year, basically. Got hurt, lost for the year. They stick Evan Brown in there, and he did just fine. Halapulavati Vitae improved at right guard. Panay Sewell was one of the better rookies out there. 
No, he wasn't a pro bowler like Rashawn Slater and, you know, wasn't great and just stunningly good like Jamar Chase. But Penny Sewell at the right tackle is going to be there for 10 years. Jonah Jackson got Pro Bowl votes and is an alternate at left guard. And Taylor Decker is super solid at left tackle and is a good football player. And there's depth. Matt Nelson doesn't kill this team. Right? Did you watch Baker Mayfield have to run for his life when, when the Browns had to go to their second and third string offensive linemen this year? You know what I'm saying? The Lions, when Tommy Kramer played left guard or right guard, he didn't embarrass himself. Evan Brown. So there's depth, Matt Nelson. There is depth along the offensive line, and it's a good group. And it's one of the reasons why this team was able to run the football uh, and do so successfully all year as well. And for the most part, keep their quarterbacks upright. Um, So it's something to look at and something to, to build upon for next year and beyond is that this team doesn't have to do anything across the offensive line. No draft, free agency, it's set. And that's a big, big part of, of winning in this league. All right, Danny Rogers coming up from DetroitLions.com. First, it's the new year. That means New Year's resolutions. You know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about Built Bar. If your New Year's, new year's resolution is getting fit or eating better, you got to try Built Bar. It's the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it, yet it's good for you. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, but again, they contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar that has like 240 calories, almost double, all right? Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. So many flavors to choose from. You know I love the cookies and cream bar when they've got that coconut brownie chunk available. Oh, you know I'm all over that. Go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And Lions fans, Matt Derry here with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. We've talked about this. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. All you got to do is download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Download it for free. Get Upside, the app. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. All right, as promised, let's check in with Lions reporter for DetroitLions.com. Danny Rogers just finished her first season, did a heck of a job. You also see her on Valley Sports Detroit when they do the coaches show as well. What's up, D? Hi, Matt. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Good to uh, good to hear your voice. And uh, what a whirlwind first year for you with everything that went on and all the changes and obviously some COVID stuff and everything else. But uh, how did it go? It went well. I mean, all things considered, first year in the league. Um, getting to come back home and cover the home team and just everything that transpired and mostly good things. Um, I know the record never, it, it doesn't reflect um, just kind of the season we had, but it was 
the best time of my life getting to cover this team and be around this staff and these players. So um, I'm coming out with a lot of a lot of good thoughts and vibes with this team. I think there's a lot of good things to look forward to um, in terms of the off season and then heading into um, the next season, which I know will come up. Uh, quicker than I than I know. Oh, for sure. And, and really, there is no off season, right? I mean, you're going to be at the Senior Bowl, and certainly free agency in the draft will will keep you busy. What about dealing with Dan Campbell? You know, Lions game plan. I watch it, and and you know, it, it's a good opportunity to kind of see Dan away from the podium, or if he's on Zoom and kind of breaking down plays and stuff. But what was it like working with him? I loved getting that opportunity. Every single Tuesday, I got a chance to go one-on-one with Coach Campbell, like you mentioned, on Valley Sports Detroit. Um, So that is always invaluable to me, being able to interview a head coach on a a regular basis. Not every team reporter gets that. So um, always thought I was really lucky in that regard. But, I mean, he is away from the press conferences and um, from the coaching sideline. But if you watch it, it's not much different than what you see um, every other time. Dan Campbell is extremely even keeled. You know exactly what you're going to get from him um, day in and day out. I mean, there were a couple of losses where on Sundays I'd be like, man, I am not looking forward to that Tuesday chat with (laughs) Coach. But every time he came in and you wouldn't know if we had lost or if we had won that week. So um, that's always to have a leader that is just very – like I mentioned, even keeled and can find positives and be encouraged from the smaller things and know that there's a lot of, there's a much higher ceiling um, that is to be reached. That was great working with coach. He's one of a kind. Um, he's very personable. He, he keeps it real. Uh, and I, I'm just feeling grateful that he's the head coach that I got welcomed into the league with. Yeah, it's not going to be easy, you know. It never is when you you came from Arizona, so you're you were dealing with Jed Fish, and he was great to you, I know, and um, and, and the, the college program, but getting right into the NFL, and and you were kind of baptized uh, quickly and under fire uh, with the start of the season. But he just seems like a good dude, and I, I know the previous coach was not at times, so uh, this was kind of a breath of fresh air, especially the answers that he gives, whether it was the press conferences or with you. It's like you said, it's all pretty straightforward and transparent. And he's he's always very thorough, Coach Campbell is, um, and he doesn't hide much. Um, so yeah, getting getting him to break down plays, and he would be giggling during some of them, just knowing like the competition that was on the horizon. He just kept it really real, and I don't think every head coach does that. There's a lot of coach speak that goes around, um, and. I just if anyone has has tuned into a presser or if you've gotten to see those post game locker room celebrations, I mean, that is the Dan Campbell you get on a daily basis in the office. He brings the energy and the juice every single day. So that was really refreshing. And this team wouldn't have had this success if it wasn't for Dan Campbell. Um just bringing the energy every day and never losing hope. And that really translated through the rest of the players and to the staff as well. Who We had to come in every day um, regardless of the record too. So um, it, it was just a win-win in my, in my, uh, in just my thought process. Danny Rogers with me from DetroitLions.com and also Valley Sports uh, Detroit, our first year covering the team as the Lions uh, team reporter. What, what was the the highlight for you? What was what was something that uh, that stood out uh, maybe this season for you in terms of uh, something you'll always remember? Oh gosh, um, I'll, I I hope I'll always remember um, this memory very vividly. It was our second preseason game of 
of the season, we were at Pittsburgh, and I get to do the Valley Sports broadcast um, as the sideline reporter. And I was 25 years old during all those preseason games. And um, I don't know another 25-year-old who was on the sidelines sideline reporting on an NFL game. So getting that opportunity, and when I was at Pitt, I was uh, we were outdoors, and I, I finally was able to take it in when the national anthem was going on. And I'm like, holy crap, this is so stinking cool. Um, so to grow in that area and to be on that stage – that was huge. Um, I don't think I'll ever forget about it. And it is one of the most, one of the most important things that I did all season long. I love it. I love it. And by the way, have you, I don't know if you've spoken to Daniela Bruce, um, or gotten to know her at all, but obviously she's getting a lot of pub right now for doing some wings games and she's really young and, and obviously a the first female in the, in the, in the Red Wings booth, but, uh, some new blood around this town and, and good talented people, whether it's females or not, it's kind of cool. I, I know Daniela. Very briefly, we've, we've met a couple of times, but I gravitate towards her because of her work ethic. Um, and yeah, she, I think she might be a year older than me. So we are right there. Went to rivalry university. Yeah, that's right. Um, She's a Spartan. So I, right, <laughs> I appreciate what Daniela is paving and she does, she just, she does it like a pro. She's not making it harder for any of us coming up. So uh, she's one of the pros and I'm glad Detroit has her. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of pros, you also got to work with. Uh, well, actually, he's not really a pro. T.J. Lang. So sorry about that. <laughs> that's that's my guy, but he's he's something else. What a character. He is. He's he's one of my buddies. I got to know T.J. really really well um, this past season. Um, so just one of a kind. Puts up with all of my BS. So I always appreciate T.J. <laughs> I like that segment. I think the Lions should promote it even more, where T.J. goes over the kind of the keys to the victory and. I watch those videos on Twitter when they pop up, and uh, the two of you. You should have... see all of the outtakes. Well, I'm sure. A lot of them oh, yeah. can't go on air, but we had a blast the entire season. As long as he's not dipping on television. I he walked in one day, <laughs> and I'm like, or no, we were doing it on Zoom, and I'm like, TJ, you can't do that on camera. And he played it off so smooth, and then turns the camera off and gets what he do- guess what he does. He spits it out. I'm like, TJ, I called it. Do not do this. Oh to me. boy. So yeah, no. He knows exactly what you're talking about. He won't be mad that I brought this up. All right, I want to ask uh, Danny more about the team in general and, and what we're looking for for 2022. We'll do that coming up next. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Of course, our sponsor, BetOnline.ag, is the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website. Go up and sign up today at either spot. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. If you use the promo code Locked On to get started, football, basketball, hockey, of course, Wings, Pistons, uh, whatever you want to bet on, you can do so at betonline.ag. And we've got the uh, playoff games this weekend, three days worth, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night with Stafford and the Cardinals. Bet online where the game starts. I'm more with Danny Rogers. She's with us. You see her at DetroitLions.com. Follow her on Twitter and also on Valley Sports um, Detroit. As far as the season goes, Danny, you know, three wins, yet, you know, you hear people talk, and it's almost like the greatest three-win team in NFL history, but there is a lot of optimism, and there's a lot of national people uh, really on the Dan Campbell and company bandwagon right now, don't you think? Uh, 100%, and by no means does having three wins on a season mean that you're successful, but in terms of when those wins came and the fashion that they came in, the teams they came against, um, you can point to a, a lot of really, really good things. Uh, Detroit could have came out of this season 
um, where there is a rebuild going on and you could not have, you could come out of a season not having an identity, but Detroit very clear cut has an identity. It's aggression. It's grittiness. Um, They're the only ones that are ever going to truly take themselves out of a game. And that was proven unless it's a a record breaking field goal um, that knocks them out. But you, you, you got a lot of good things out of this season. Um, You were able to, just identify a lot of good talent that would have never gotten these kinds of reps anywhere else in the league. Like Craig Reynolds, who is signed through 2022. You wouldn't have been able to see that if um, DeAndre Swift wasn't injured and if Jamal wasn't going through his battles. Um, And then you find Josh Reynolds, who is not getting wide receiver number one or number two reps with Tennessee comes here to Detroit and instantly ignites this offense. So um, there's a lot of good things. And especially Jared Goff, quarterback coming coming into his own towards the end of the season i mean i i think it, it could have been where it was i don't know a colts ending where you go down you lose in jacksonville and you also lose your playoff spot now everyone's questioning everything i don't think people are really questioning a lot with these detroit lions they're going to question whether or not um which free free agents that are going to be brought back and we'll get a chance to dive deeper into that as we get closer to free agency but um a lot of really really good things came out of this season um and even dan campbell proving that he can be a play caller and ignite an offense and and take it into his own hands um and and learn to grow in it and be confident in it so uh, i just i think there are way more positives than negatives that you can take out of this season so one of the clips uh, i know you talked to brad holmes yesterday um you know, he was talking about the Senior Bowl a little bit, but do you, do you get a sense that there's a spot that Brad's looking at, uh, you know, for next year in terms of what he knows he has to add? I mean, offensive line, obviously not, but and maybe even the running back room. But where where do you think the Lions are going to go? I'm not saying tell me you think they're going to pick it too, but what do you think Brad Holmes is thinking about the some of these position groups he's got to add? Oh, I mean, full disclosure, I will never know who the Lions are going to pick <laughs> until, I, until I I hope one day. I build up enough trust with these coaches where they slip me a, a note and uh, they're like, hey, we're going with this number two overall pick. But um, I, do, I won't know who the, who the Lions are picking in this draft. However, Brad Holmes did say in his presser that he's looking for perimeter guys, and that goes for both sides of the ball. I mean, the DBs were depleted this season. Granted, you had a lot of guys step up and shock the world a little bit. You have some veterans who are able to answer the bell in terms of getting their careers back on track. Um, And then you also had the receiving core that at one point there were no receivers, so you had (laughs) to go to the offensive line to catch some touchdowns. So the perimeter guys along the offense and defense are are what he's going to be looking at. Um, Brad Holmes specifically said, yeah, offensive line, that's pretty darn good pretty doggone good right now we don't really need to spend a whole lot of time there but he also said that um about the defensive line as well um and then we saw yeah the the running back game really ignite this year under deuce staley and i don't know if it even matters what pieces are in that run game you're gonna it's gonna ignite when you have deuce staley as the running backs coach and hank fraley who just prepares the offensive line so incredibly well and especially in that next man up mentality that um, it might not matter exactly the pieces as long as you've got some Craig Reynolds who who are gritty and are really hard to take down and can s- secure the ball. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. We were we are going through our our Mobile Alabama Reese Senior Bowl um, content prep, and it's like 
well, we've got to nail down the, the position groups we want to, we want to talk to. And we're like, yeah, we're really not sure how this number two overall pick is going to go. We just got to keep our head on a swivel. Um, and maybe it, a lot of people, you know, have Kayvon and Aiden Hutchinson um, coming off the edges as, as number two. So one or, or two. So we're bracing for everything, honestly, um, over at Allen Park when it, when it comes down to the draft. No, I don't think that uh, there's any question about it. You got to certainly you're going to be looking at everything. And quarterback's always fun, but like you said uh, before, I think Jared Goff is here at least for the time being. Uh, again, next year with the way that uh, that he played. And um, final thing, I mean, in, in terms of some of the players that you got to deal with, uh, how much fun was it? What what kind of a group were they for you? And uh, how much fun did you have in your first year just having to deal with these guys? And I know sometimes it wasn't easy because of the uh, COVID restrictions. Thankfully, and I, I just came into this organization at a really, really good time. Um, and a lot of my access was not restricted. A lot of times um, reporters can be restricted by their own organizations. And the Detroit Lions made sure that I never really was. Um, that I was in the building. If I was in the building, I was able to interview players and coaches as long as we followed the protocols of the NFL. But they made sure I was in the right tier to do that. And they didn't have to. So, um I, I can't thank the Detroit Lions enough for, for making sure that all my opportunities stayed intact while we did battle COVID, um, which is crazy to think. But the players were awesome, all really good sports. I mean, the fan favorite in terms of personality is Jamal Williams, and he right. is one of my favorites as well. Um, he, he really respects my fashion statements that I like to make, <laughs> my, very, my bright and furry coats, um, and likes my shoe game, so I cannot – say enough good things about him and um what he was able to bring to this field bring to this team on and off the field I mean he got these guys juiced up every single game day and you could feel when he wasn't there but even the conversations I was able to have with QB1 with Jared Goff were awesome and he's he really is such a great human um on and off the field getting to know him a little bit better um gosh I Amon Ross St. Brown, you can tell that he's a rookie and that he's coming into his own. Uh, and and he's still, I don't want to call him a squirrel, but I was just doing basketball prep and one of the coaches called their freshman. She's just some sometimes kind of a squirrel, I think maybe for how shy they are. Um, and you can just see them growing in front of your eyes. So he's not, Amon Ross not totally a squirrel based on his on-field performance, but just seeing him grow into this. Um, this role that he paved for himself when he had the opportunity to step into it um, was incredible. Got to sit down with Panay Sewell a few times. Uh, Tracy Walker is is awesome to talk to as well. You can just tell that he's um, a veteran who really appreciates the opportunities he got this year. Um, Godwin Igwebuke, if you can sit down with him, I highly recommend it. He'll sit there for about 45 minutes with you. And he will go in depth about every facet of life that you can possibly think of. He's incredibly smart. Um, and then got to sit down with Amani Oruare. Oruare. Dang it. I need you had it. You had it. <laughs> I had it. These names. It. That's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, we were talking, I was talking the other day about all these guys. And it's like, who are the guys that are stepping up and, and, and probably deserve to come back next year? And you're right. It's like Oruare and Melifonwu. It's, you know, the. Cornerback, that cornerback room is tough, man. <laughs> right. Yes. And yes, I know. But Amani, great as well. Great human to get to know. Um, so, yeah, all the guys were great. No one really gave me a hard time. Uh, hopefully I didn't come off as a rookie, but they could have they 
you know, welcomed me in and, and treated me like a rookie, and they didn't. So I'm just really grateful for the staff um, that took the time to ask me questions and get to know me, and then the players who took time um, to do interviews when they certainly can say no, but they didn't. So they were all really great. All right, dude. Great catching up with you. Keep up the great work, uh, and uh, we'll talk soon. Appreciate you, Matt. Thank you. There she is, Danny Rogers from the Lions, Detroit Lions reporter. Follow her on Twitter at Danny Rogers double underscore. And uh, we'll catch you guys again tomorrow right here on Lockdown Lions. This is a Wednesday edition. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day.